This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. September 2022, you knew that already. Thank you so much for joining us on Power 1 and 2 Digital. It is a Power Breakfast show. Paul Richards, you just heard from him with our news brief. We got Richard Ragobarase. Wendell is off today. We got Mr. Sensitive Ruben. Yeah, so say hi to him. Just say Ruben. That's all you have to say. My name is Steve Khan. We keep you company until 9 o'clock this morning, all right? Back show for you as usual. So let's get into a quick traffic update before I say the hellos. All right, we got some traffic from Santa Rosa. Heavier heading towards Omera Road. Maloney. To- Maloney. Towards Yui. Trin City Central Road to the Highway Busy. Arima Old Road. I was on that road yesterday. Uh, busy on both Arima Old Road and Eastern Main Road as you head towards Trin City Central Road. Approaching McCoy, you've got it on Eastern Main Road. Going through Petersburg and Eastern Main Road. That's it. Head down San Fernando and I'll come back to the CRH. Let's see. Ah, oh boy. San Fernando, you got no problems. But from Cuba, heading to our Sugar Gornis, you've got some traffic. There is a accident, a car accident, northbound, just before Sugar all right? Don't know how serious it is. Uh, the authorities are already on the scene, all right? So that's creating a little traffic up there. Slow going from uh, Monroe Road toward the highway, and then slow going volume into... Now let's see who sent us hello. We have not heard from Kenny in a long time. Where did he go? But first off the gate this morning. You morning people. Yes, we morning people, I tell you. Uh first off the gate is Bago. Trev Trev, you came in second again. Always the pride mate. Well you came in very late at 12.05. And then Godzilla in Valencia, Ray Ray out in West Palm Beach, Florida. Good morning, Maria Marva, Renu Halasi, that's DJ Ray from Delaware. DX, good morning, Ms. Maloney, Dudu Wagwan, Sankofa, 
Peter and Judy locked on in Charlotte, DP, Carol Guevara, Rina Boodoo Jennings, CCJ. Good morning to you as well. You just snuck in there. All right. Of course, it's 25 degrees at Fiaco International Airport, 24 at Crown Point in Tobago. Let me bring the guys in. So, good morning to you, Mr. Guy. Can I say guys, Guy? Paul Richards. Morning. You went to Hillview? Uh, yeah, why? What did I do? What is there was an accident? I didn't say that. I said there is an accident. You said a uh, car accident. That's what I said. I put the word car before it. And now you're adding stuff to stuff that you didn't say. I think you need Q-tips. Anybody by Paul can drop off I a think, box of I Q-tips? I think we need a uh, Western Union Q-tips. reader. Q-tips. Q-tips for Paul. I Anybody? Need, I think we need a Western Union reader. That's what you need. Anybody have a Western Union reader for Paul? You need a student's companion. Anybody have a student's companion for Paul? Anybody? Anybody? Can I get an I-I? And why is David McIntyre locked in? I have no, I saw that this morning. I'm going, eh? I got cross Steve not well over. I don't know how David reached there. When when um when I logged on, I saw David McIntyre. Very weird. That is strange. So what is he logged on with? Oh my god. That's very odd. That is that is Oh no. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Thursday morning, the eve of uh, Friday. Ruben is in my computer. He's in my computer and he's doing some stuff. Should I screw up with him and move the mouse like this and don't let him do anything? No, I won't do that. Ruben is in uh, my computer. Yeah, it did throw me off to have an Oh, well. I can't do anything. Ruben is... um. Is on my computer doing all kind of fancy things. What anyway, good morning. Good morning to doing? Hold on, Ruben. I need to need to do this for a second. Hold on, right? Good, right? Go ahead. All yours, Rubes. I said good morning to Tobago. Good morning, Tobago. Yeah, Tobago love these days at all, boy. Hmm. Boy. But you know. They should have just had that as a, as a little telephone conversation to avoid all of this. But no, bring it out in the open. Everybody yeah, was saying two man, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was always going to happen. Yeah. This, and many people are saying that, was almost inevitable given the personality of what's new. Because like yesterday, I see Ruben changed it now. Yeah. Someone, uh, I think someone called and said they we're making all these presumptions about the situation. We're not making presumptions. We're talking about what's in the public domain. That's it. You know. And and we we're making presum <clears throat> if we're making presumptions, it's based on the patterns of behavior we've seen displayed by Mr. Duke and Mr. Augustine mm-hmm. of Augustine. So you 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 can't assess situations in a vacuum it's based on what you've seen people have a tendency how, how people have a tendency to operate in the past so i'm not surprised by this one bit i am not surprised it does at not all. surprise me i didn't think it would come so Mm-mm. soon i knew at some point they'd have to resolve who uh the, the line of leadership 
mm-hmm. in terms of decision making there's an official one mm-hmm. because mr augustine is the chief secretary he is but there was always going to be some sort of conflict to me my opinion not fact because mr duke is the head of the pdp so the person who really has the official authority is mr augustine mm-hmm. in terms of the assembly yeah. because the pdp is another matter that is their business that is their party business so if mr augustine gives an instruction mr duke has to carry it out yeah I, it's I, as simple as that and mr augustine can discipline mr duke if he does not carry out his instructions yeah. as the chief secretary i saw dr sean ned the chairman of the pdp was was talking and i'm just going you know the way it sounded is like Watson just telling, hey, yo, Sean, blah, 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 blah. Say this, say that, say that. Well, but Snook is the leader of the PDP, so if he gives an instruction to people in the PDP, they have to carry it out in that context. Mm-hmm. But not to Polly Augustine, because as his as the head of the assembly, and that's where the, the dichotomy come, came in, that's where the conflict come, comes in. You understand? And as I said before, I'm surprised at this cultural folk performer trip caused this. It seemed like it was just waiting to erupt and any little thing, it, like, it was like a pimple, any touch at all was going to make it erupt. Yeah. Clearly there was stuff festering underneath, clearly, before, that, that people didn't know about. Clearly there was stuff festering and this was used to prove a point and to, but you know what they say? Following you, they start or they like the, the pecking order, and they will have to. So we'll see if at the post council media briefing it is addressed today by Mr. Augustine. Mr. Duke was supposed to log on as part of the executive as the deputy chief secretary, but there's no indication as to what happened in that as yet. Yeah, and what decisions have been taken. So. We shall see how it goes. That's a, you just have to wait and see. I let me tell you something. The kind of videos of robberies and killings I'm seeing oh now—it is so disturbing. I saw one in a Chinese grocery. Yeah, and of course everybody has security cameras now for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of days after, a couple of hours after these incidents occur, mm-hmm. the videos come out. And I have seen about three of them in the last 72 hours. Yeah, I've seen some. I can't I saw... more, but I mean, they're so disturbing. I actually they saw so one disturbing. with uh, a lady by Steve's Electronics and someone talking on a phone. And um, a guy come and grab the phone and go on. But he was caught. I'm talking about one in particular I saw where there was a, a robbery at a store, I think somewhere in the south. And they came in with the guns and they just shot the person. Yeah. It's like, wow. That happened in track. I had to keep looking for signs that this is Trinidad and Tobago, boy. Yeah. Look, somebody we knew. Well, somebody we know very well. I'll give you initials. Aye, aye. Figure it out. I, I, yeah. Um, heard a car alarm going off. She lives in a compound and came out to see why is the alarm going? It's like a car alarm. Let me check to see if it's my car. 
No, it's not my car. You know what it was? A lady coming to visit someone in a compound and was waiting for the individual to open the gate. Mm-hmm. While waiting with her window down, a chupity, I'll say that chupity, an idiot, I'm being kind with words, realized, hey, and pulled the woman out of the car, beat her up, tried to jump in the car. The individual was, she was very smart, she pulled the key out of the ignition. And while she's on the ground, managed to hit the panic button on the key fob. Mm-hmm. And that sent off the car alarm and the individual just took her purse and ran. That could have gone wrong in so many ways. He yeah. did fire a shot too. Nobody was injured. It apparently didn't hit anybody. And I'm going, imagine you just go to visit somebody. I Paul, I come in my you. I go my Richard or Wendell. Open the gate for me now. And this key whore. I don't know, you know. I don't know. I am so paranoid at people. I am. Because when I was, I was um, driving home yesterday evening, it was just after seven, and the, I, the gate was open, and when I was about to turn, I saw three people walking in front of the house, and I just drove past and made the block. That was what you have to do. So, it, so I said, I need, you have I to profile. To paranoid, you know. But I am not driving in and coming out and being trapped in there. While they're walking in front, yeah. in case they find it. And people may say I'm paranoid, mm-hmm. but that is the way I That is the way life is now. It's sad to be have, to have gotten to that stage. But I tell myself, well, you never drive in there and, I, and they come in behind me. I have no way to get away. You have so to profile, Paul. You have to profile. Sure it, was, it, it is here. I even do that when I drive in. And uh, when I'm driving and I realize, well, this car behind me for a while, and I turn left. Yeah, I also and, am very aware of what yeah, cars are behind and me. And he turned left too. Oh, I don't turn in my street at all. I do not. Yeah. We have to profile. And we really should not and be it, living that way. You have to be very aware of your surroundings. You have to be really so You have to be on be so your guards your all the time. So... You know, look at the traffic situation this week. That is one. Okay, look at the cost of food prices. We, we installed cameras that you can access on your phone around the house. Do you understand? Maybe I should be a pool. And one actually inside the house. Yes. So, so the house is, if no one's at home, you could actually turn on the cameras on your phone or your iPad or your computer. And scan your scan your your property and your home. Mm-hmm. So there's 360 degree monitoring around the house. Mm-hmm. And imagine that's where you have to reach with your home. Yeah, that's where you reach. Infrared for the night, so it's very clear. It's astounding how clear it is in the night. Yeah, they have some real, real good cameras. So I mean, that's a big business now because people just have you have to take. Before it was just burglar proofing. But mm-hmm. now, you just have to have the cameras around your house. It's sad. It's sad. Traffic, so much food so prices, that some, crime. Some weeks ago, there was a, a car just left abandoned. One house in front of the house next door. For like about a week and a half. So, of course, we called the police. And they came and when they said they, um, it turned out to be a stolen car. 
and they ask us, they say, well, we see you have cameras, you have any footage, and we could go back. And and we found, we saw who came out of the car and left it. Look, I saw a video. I don't know if you saw it. I, mean, um, I don't know what happened after that, but, you know. Yeah. I, I, uh, the, police, the police just came and wrecked the car and took it away. But Apparently, this happened in Dinsley. I don't know if you saw the video. Um, a car drove into a street. It was like a dead end. A car came behind. Um, clearly, the individual tried to get away. It was uh, apparently a young lady. And um, she was forced into the, the car that followed her. Mm. I did send that video to the commissioner. And um, I don't know if you saw it. But that's quite disturbing. Yep. It is very disturbing. You know, I'm sorry, but we have to live a life. And tell me if I'm wrong, people, or Paul is wrong. That we do have to profile. No, you actually have to profile. It's sad, but you have to make decisions on the spot about who you trust around you and who you don't trust around you. You have to. You have to. If you don't, you're going to get some problems. I don't know. And it's unfortunate, but that's where we are now. And if you don't make these split-second decisions sometimes about who's around you and who's in your general vicinity. Yeah. You're going to have problems. What else is happening in the news? Prime Minister Dr. Raleigh's in Washington, D.C. So he met with Maxine Waters, who is the chair of the uh, Committee on Financial Services. Uh, Dr. Raleigh and Mia Motley both. But they've been talking about this for a while. The kind of what they describe as uh, unfair leverage some of the uh legislation and some of the uh activities are having on caribbean the caribbean financial sector and the banking sector sector in particular with correspondence banking and they said the, the, the way it's going if something is not done uh if we lose correspondent banking or we have it reduced significantly it's going to have such a bad effect on business in the caribbean because correspondent banking is what allows us to use our credit cards in the US or the UK. Correct. You understand? And if those facilities are upended, we'd have real problems. We'd have to go with US all the time or to do transactions from one bank to the other, from Trinidad and Tobago, anywhere in the Caribbean, to the US and the UK and around the world. Mm-hmm. And apparently some of the new regulations are pretty onerous. And putting undue pressure on the local and regional banking sector. So they're, they're championing the course that they've been talking about it for a while. So I guess we'll see what happens, what comes out of that. Uh, do you think that the, maybe it's a question, do you think that the weekly Ministry of Health presser should be stopped or should be continued? I'll leave it on once a week. That can just be a 30-minute presser. You the know World I mean? Health Organization is at the point where they say they're ready to, to declare the pandemic over. Really? Yep. The WHO says there's been no better time to end the pandemic status of COVID-19. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's what my, I mean, when you look at three and four views, 20 views. 
the, the information that we get and that not to be sent in a press release every week. We can do that. We are no longer in crisis mode, in my opinion. And I think the the present status will continue for some years. I think people will continue to get COVID. Mm-hmm. You know? A friend of mine uh, tested the family of four. And they tested yesterday three of them of COVID, including two children in the family, one four, one seventeen and one six. Oh, wow. There's four in the family, three came out positive, so and I I they, they presume they all presume that they're positive now because it's four in the family and three positive, you understand? Yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, think about how the the unlikelihood of that of the fourth person not being positive. We had a so I just think that you just have to manage it as a almost like an influenza, a cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a cold that's going on. It's pretty bad. And there's the influenza also going around. So people have a lot of flu-like symptoms. Some COVID, some not. But I just don't see the point in that weekly press anymore. Yeah, you're right about that. It's people nothing that... a different perspective. May have a different perspective. Uh, yeah, they I think the information in that you could have it on a dashboard online mm-hmm. or send it to media houses and then publish or broadcast it. That's it. I think we are over that now. The good news is that to date, Trinidad Tobago continues to register no monkeypox cases, which is a really good thing. I think Jamaica has six or seven. I've not been following it. No. And I, think I know they have one or two. So I think it's very commendable that we continue to have no monkeypox cases. We're very lucky. I remember we took a while to get COVID cases to her. Yeah. And then all hell broke, broke loose after a while. So, I don't know. I think maybe that could be a question this morning if you think it would be productive to stop the weekly press or no. Mm-hmm. I just don't see at the point of it anymore. Today's Thursday. I wonder if we'll have postcap today. Is we, if there's we, anything we to report. Have, we have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't think the, we get a lot of information from that press anymore. Yeah. I think. The media attends because someone is assigned and they had Dr. Hines and Dr. Abdul Richards yesterday and they're just sharing basic numbers. Yeah. Uh, but the good news also is that Dr. Abdul Richards said that for the first time since August 14th, the number of patients in the parallel health care system is under 200, which just means that people are choosing to stay home. In many cases, not opt to go to hospital in many cases managing the situations at home unless the situations get situations get very dire why is Steve looking up like a crazy person um don't mean to switch cases but anybody know who won the cricket game last night I'm seeing highlights well a lot of people apparently went to that cricket game because everybody was was posting about the lime yeah. I was supposed to go, but I was just way too Who tired. played last night? Um, it was curry chicken and chicken curry. 
Yeah, forget I know. Trinidad, Tikiara, and Guy on Amazon. Oh, okay. You get it now? You get it now? Oh, yes. Guyana says chicken curry. Yeah, that's right. And we say curry chicken. And we say curry chicken. Hmm. That's why I said it. Um, oh, boy. Okay. Are you surprised by some of the things Queen Elizabeth II, according to some, the Queen Elizabeth II, passed away? That while there's been an outpouring of sympathy and condolences around the world to the royal family, there's been quite a bit of vitriol also about the plundering nature of the British Empire and this the quote unquote, I don't know how true it is, stolen jewels atop the Queen's yeah, I crown. Saw the part with the stolen. And the Queen's scepter and all of the 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 how they've amassed their, their billions over the years in terms of countries that they have supposedly plundered. Are you surprised by that? No, I'm not surprised at all. I am not surprised. I find that to Do you think they should give back the, the diamonds they have from all over the world? No. It's been there. It's history. So, if someone steals something from you, because it's history, they shouldn't give it back? Well, I wasn't there to know if stole. It could be a gift. I really don't know. So, but, if, they take, um, yeah, if they take it by force, plunder the land, they should keep it forever. Morning, Raghu Basing. Hi, good morning, guys. Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago, oh. and good morning to our <clears throat> listeners, wherever you are. Yeah, let's say good morning going out morning. to um, Marvin Gonzalez, Minister Marvin Gonzalez. Good morning to you. He said TKR1 last night. Okay. Oh, they did? Apparently, yeah, I didn't know. I, I, I really didn't know. And watch TKR stands at Trinidad Night Riders, right? Isn't it? Ask Richard. Yeah. Rich. What, Richie? I am impressed. I am. You know, I'm a total idiot. Well, you and Richard. Trinbago Night Riders. I've made no bones about the fact that I am not a cricket fan. I like cricket. I like it. Well, cricket is now heading to Taruba, which I've never been to a game in Taruba. So, um, I don't mind going. Somebody have to drive, though. I'm not driving. I really you don't mind going. Brian Lara Stadium. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I know you and Wendell had a little time in it. I mean, it's all right. I don't hold it again. Yeah, yeah. We went. Uh, well, actually, Wendell dragged me to cricket. You went to cricket or yeah, juve party? It was a trick. It was cricket. Cricket. Actually. Because there's had more juve parties than cricket down there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have to use the facility, so. I have but, no um, problem with it being used. Wembley is a concert, a concert stadium. And the yeah, sports yeah. stadium. Mm -hmm. Did you all see the report weeks ago? When Go I ahead. dragged me to cricket match. <laughs> it was actually quite enjoyable. Yeah. I don't mind going to the I have gone to two cricket matches in my life. What? Two. And I what? stayed literally one hour in each one. Because I found it an utterly boring experience. You went to a five-day test match. I went to a one-day match on ODI. You, you thought that was on boring? On both occasions, they were ODIs. And I still found it highly boring. But that's just me. I know cricket is a very popular sport in the Caribbean. 
not as much as India. India, they breed cricket. It's almost a religion in India. So did you all see the report? Uh, I think it's week before last that the Jinbia complex is so derelict it's to be torn down. You know, no. I've said that before. Yeah, I saw it. It was out a, a yeah, few I've weeks ago. I haven't seen that report, no. Two weeks ago, the Ministry yeah. of Sport put out a, a, a release saying that an assessment had been done and the GNPR part of it, not the comfort part of it, the GNPR part of it is so derelict that it's to be torn down. Yeah. And rebuilt. But let me tell you. Yeah. And we've so said so. I remember I used to train there up to four years ago. And if you see the condition of that place. Yeah. I was there last year. I mean, the pigeons took over the southern part of it and I, it's a health hazard quite frankly if you see the condition of that place inside there, it's never yeah. been maintained properly and, and i agree that it should be just torn down i agree too i i, I think the, the hazy crawford should be rebuilt as well uh making it a little more modern because i was donkey well they did ago. an assessment on both and they said the hazy crawford stadium still is structurally sound and they did some remedial work mm-hmm. to uh to it so they did assessments on both years ago actually and but the chain pair part of it yeah that should is, just be torn down you need not tetanus to enter there that's a good when you walk in there it's like you can get tetanus yeah you need a tetanus shot well, before you walk in it's that bad the larry, they need to do an assessment on the larry home stadium in arima but that's relatively that's- new compared yeah, but that stadium, when I went there, because I had to go there for the vaccine shots. Uh-huh. And in looking at the place, it is so dilapidated. And the the steel structures um, that, that's framing the roof, they look rusty. Rusted. Horrible. Mm-hmm. The seats are horrible. It, it's... It's in we, a don't maintain. we don't maintain. We come back with maintain. Yeah, and I don't know what is the big fall. big deal with maintenance, you know. We don't maintain. We don't factor into construction in this country maintenance. No, we don't. I'm not saying that the live rooms need to be torn down, but to me, it needs some heavy remedial work. Damn. I mean, I can't tell. I'm not a structural engineer whether it needs to be torn down or not, but certainly it needs some TLC. Well, the GMP complex is soon going to be torn down. So, they, so they're planning to tear it. Are they planning to tear it down and rebuild? Yeah, it? yeah. They said they're going to um, they're going to demolish it. I'm not here. I'm not here. And you say rebuild. Well, let me see if I find the report. Let me see if I find the report. It was about week before last. Because you know, in Trinidad and Tobago, tearing down does not necessarily always moving to rebuilding right gene Peer, is hit came up gene Peer complex to be turned down right sports minister gene Peer complex not safe netball facility to be turned down let me read the article it's in the news day on sunday the 28th of august the gene Peer complex and it's by surish Kolai. the gene Peer complex the national netball multi-sport facility will not will be torn down and rebuilt so you're right Minister of Sport and Community Development Shanfa Kojo confirmed the long-standing facility has finally run its course and must be reconstructed. The complex is so far the only sporting venue given demolition orders while several other local stadiums and arenas are queuing up for a comprehensive facelift. 
Koji was speaking at Friday's signing of the TT confirmation as host nation for the 2023 Commonwealth Youth Games held at the Aquatic Center in Balmain, Coover. The nation's mecca of sport, the Hazley Crawford Stadium, which sits on the same compound of the GDPR complex, is also being assessed for the extent of work to be done on its structure. For the Jean-Pierre complex and the Hazel Crawford Stadium, there's a school of thought that the latter could be refurbished. We definitely know the Jean-Pierre has to come down. It's not safe to have people going to the pavilions and so on. Kojo said, the complex was not reopened for sporting activity when the pandemic restrictions were lifted owing to ongoing structural assessment. But they ha- they've had carnival events there recently, not so? They've had it there, yes. So that's very weird. And they're having a concert there just now. Are they? The Beanie Man, the Connect Beanie Man and Dexter Dapp's concert is carded for the Jean Pierre Complex. Okay. Joe went on to say the complex is in dire need of total overhaul and its infrastructure is outdated. Quote, the tricky thing about it that these facilities were built over 40 years ago and the work as it relates to plumbing and so on is done underground so the problem so there's a problem with that the water supply among other issues causes us now to really dig up and get down to the bottom we're building foundation before you fix it so newsday recently visited sporting venue which is in the visible state of disrepair i think i used to train there years ago and it was this is years ago it was horrible pigeon mess i mean it's like a six coats of paint on the southern side. It was it's so dangerous to even walk us pigeon mask and you could get le- leptospirosis from it and stuff. And it was all over the place. The 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 bathroom facilities were in a mess, the, the changing rooms were in a mess. It was in a state of disrepair. So I'm not surprised it's, it's, it's to be torn down and rebuilt. So we'll see how it goes. You know, that's going to take a while now, right? Uh, and it's not, it's the venue for so many carnival events now. That, that's not Tribe Carnival Center now. Well, it is for what, for that parade. That's not the Soka Drum, essentially. Yes. Okay. Well, I but guess that looks fun. You. It is the Soka Drum. Venue? Yep. They'll have to look to a new venue. Where do in Port of Spain? Yeah, no, the facility like that. It's back to the Savannah then. But the tribites, because if, if the minister has made that statement as of this month, I think it'd be very irresponsible to grant any permissions to host people in those pavilions for carnival. Would you agree? Yes. Because she's stated clearly it's unsafe. And if it's unsafe, and you've stated it's unsafe for sport, it's unsafe for anything else to house people in the pavilion. So we'll see how that goes. But you're right. There needs to be a look at all the facilities around the country and see what needs to be refurbished and what needs to be totally scrapped. Mm. But the, I will tell you, they referenced the aquatic center. Have you ever been? In Coover. You know, I've never been, and I'm always. Let me tell you, world class. When you walk in there, you feel like you're in a different country. It is so well done. That and the the racquetball center and lawn tennis center in Takaribua. 
really top class and they've actually maintained them well but that aquatic center have been three times and it is fantastic i mean yeah, all the facilities like like for the high diving and stuff you know yeah. everything that you'd get in a in a in a in a olympic style aquatic center is there yeah. with more than one pools it's really really world class And the cycling center is also extremely good. And the good thing about it is the cycling center opens its doors on weekends to people who just want to go on. And once you have the right equipment and you meet the particular benchmark with the equipment in terms of your bikes and stuff, you're allowed to go on and train yourself and your kids and stuff there. Which I think it's supposed to be anyway, because it's, it's for the people of Trinidad and Tobago, not necessarily elite athletes alone. We were asking earlier on if you think, because the WHO has said there's no better time to end the pandemic status of the COVID-19 virus. Uh, do you think the weekly presses hold any value still? Well, I certainly don't watch them. I don't know who does. Um, I was I saying that they... Was, but obviously the media go because they, they keep reporting on... Well, they're assigned to go, you have to go. Yeah, so. But the information can be given in a press release on every week. I believe so. Yeah, they don't need to question nobody because, I mean, at this point, you know, I think they could start, they could kind of ease out of that now and just send the weekly press information, you know. This whole How often they board. hold it now, though? How often they hold it now? We weekly, still weekly. Okay. Dr. Beautiful and Dr. Hines were there yesterday. So they do it on a Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, same day. Dr. Beautiful. Well, that's her nickname, Dr. Beautiful. <laughs> she is beautiful. She is. And Dr. Hines and Dr. Stoic. <laughs> Who's Dr. Stewart? I'm not going to ask him that, but I was right to ask him. Ever, ever hear Dr. Hines' speech pattern? Oh, Dr. Hines is Dr. Stewart then? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was and, well, the, the epidemiological profile of the virus is one that we can easily realize has, has met the criteria of two microns per cellular output. Excitement galore. Oh, what else is happening? Richard Ragubar saying in the theater world, the, the entertainment world. Well, greedy people is back on on the 26th <laughs> of October. On cue! Is back on on the 1st and 2nd of October at Cipriani College in Valsane. And um, I, I said tickets were going out today, but apparently they're going out for Monday. So on Monday, all outlets will have their tickets. Um, even though tickets can already be purchased online, um, but you'll have to check RSR Productions page to see how to accomplish your online. Let me ask you a question. How has that been going comparatively to face-to-face -face ticket sales? Face-to-face -face ticket sales are still by far the majority, but you do have uh, you do have a portion of people who are purchasing online. Okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah, but face-to-face, -face, I mean, going to outlets, um, and when you purchase online, what do you get? A barcode or a QR code or something? 
you send a QR code, but you also, um, what happens is when you go to the door, there's a, a separate thing for online purchases and you just collect your tickets then. Because I will tell you, when I went to um, Broadway in New York weeks ago, to see Phantom of the Opera. The of, uh, no more talk of darkness. That <laughs> there, if I saw of the theater people going into the long lines, if I saw 10 people with physical tickets or uh, printed tickets in their hand, I said everyone had the, the thing on the QR code, QR code on their phone. Everyone was going, almost everyone, more than 95% was scanning there, which means they, they bought their tickets online, would you say? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, on their phone, including me. I had it on my phone and I just went and there's a scanner at the, at the door that they scan your phone and you go into the theater. And when you scan it, your seat number comes up even more prominently after you scan it. And when you're going up the, the stairs to the theater, actually in the seating, uh, mm. there are scanners again that tell you your seat number jumps up so you know what row and what seat you're in. So it's all primarily electronic now, digital. Do right? ushers still direct you to your seat? So they yeah, yeah, ushers still direct you to your seat, but they also have these scanners in their hands. So when when you show them they, they confirm by scanning on at, at the usher point and they direct you to your seat okay so they verify yeah mm -hmm. yeah uh, 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 let me tell you how bad it is to go to the bathroom you have to use the scanner to, to open the door the qr code really oh serious yeah <laughs> you understand so don't go and dig it and storm and could use the bathroom <laughs> or your ticket QR code opens the bathroom door. So, isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is. Otherwise, no storm. Otherwise, you can't go to the bathroom. The modern world. Mm -hmm. Do you have newspapers, Raghuba Singh? Yes, I do, actually. Go ahead, please. All right. So, the Trinidad and Tobago Daily Express for today, and on the front page, we wish to get this handled fixed and moved on peace talks that's the main headline uh, pdp chairman party working on conciliation meetings between duke and farley mm -hmm. so there are peace talks going on so that's the main uh, the main story on the front page of the daily express there is also a picture of the prime minister um together with mia motley and some other officials um um, I suppose Rowley goes to Congress is the subheadline of the picture. And President Weeks to attend the Queen's funeral and TNT's summit trip cost $0.68 million. Um, so all of that is on the front page of the Daily Express this morning. And on the back page, um, Karaya makes the cut. Lewis gets recall and Russell left out the T20, T20 World Cup squad. Um, that's basically the main story on the back page of the Daily Express. Moving on to the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian for today. Um, on the front page, XTHA Chief Sec Charles advises against hasty action on Duke. Hold your hand, Farley. That's the main headline. 
um, tempest flared during pothole protest in Separia and scammers stealing dollars meant for cancer patient. All of that's on the front page of The Guardian. On the back page, Karaya makes selectors cut. It's kind of similar to what The Express said. And that's basically it. I'll go straight on to the Newsday. The Newsday for today, the front page. Um, rejection order for teen at Piaco. Terrorist's son detained. Um, the main picture is that of um, the foreign, minister, foreign affairs minister, Dr. Amory Brown. He's having a little tea plate with somebody at his side. I can't, can't make out who it is right now. Um, I assume this is at the, the in Congress. I assume. I'm not sure. Because um, I'm not reading the caption. But um, it's Amory Brown on the front page. On the back page of the Newsday, uh, Amazon warriors batting crumble against Russell and Hussein. Hard fought win for TKR, and people will say finally. Um, Haynes defends Karaya pick on West Indies World Cup team and Naps trounce Green Machine 9 1 in SSFL opener. So that's it for our three dailies this morning. Actually, the person that um, Avery Brown is with is the Venezuelan ambassador, Alvaro Cordero. And they're both having cake and they're eating it too. So that's it for our three dailies this morning. All right, having a cake and eat it too. Lovely. Thank you so much, Richard Rich. Let's get into the results of our morning poll from yesterday where we asked you, do you think a motion of no confidence against THA Chief Secretary Fallon Augustine will succeed. That was our poll yesterday. Results after this. The Diamond Jubilee Calypso Monarch. Our 60th Independence Celebrations continue with the Diamond Jubilee Calypso Monarch Competition. Come out and see TNT's Calypso Heavyweights vie for the grand prize of $200,000. Look out for the semifinals on September 17th at Naparima Bowl San Fernando. And the finals on September 25th at the Grandstand Queen's Park Savannah. Who will take the crown of the Diamond Jubilee Calypso Monarch? For more info, contact the Tuco head office at 623-9660 or follow us at Forging Flower TT on Facebook and Instagram. The Diamond Jubilee Calypso Monarch. All righty, so we're back 10 minutes before 7. Again, the results of morning polls. Do you think a motion of no confidence against THA Chief Secretary Fali Augustine will succeed? 91% said no. All right, so 91 said no. Let's get into this morning's poll. Did Paul put a poll in the um, messaging group? Um, I didn't see any. Let me look here. But he if wanted any, to do a none, poll. I, I would, if none, I would just say, do you think the peace talks to, you know, to reconcile the differences between Farley and Duke will be successful? Because apparently they're having peace talks concerning the issue and high-level executive meetings to try and resolve the um, imbroglio between the two main personalities, Israeli, the chief sec and the deputy chief sec. Um, so do you think that those peace talks 
will be successful. That's our poll this morning. Two to two talk, two to two eight two five five six one two eight two five five. North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. Of course, we will have Martin George in the next hour, who will also be weighing in on that issue of whether those peace talks will give the expected result. So do you think peace talks to try and resolve the issues between Duke and Farley will be successful? That's our poll this morning. TJ Business up in all your perfect this week. <laughs> We're doing TJ Business this week. We are indeed. All right. So give us a call. 222-8255. Toll-free North Americans. 866-525-1099. Of course, you message us on our mobile app or on our website. Uh, good morning to you, Darren, Carol Guevara, uh, Wendy Ann. Good morning in Rampage. Good morning to you. All right. Got our first call. Good morning. Kuna No. All right, Kuna Thank you so much. All right, so let's get those hits coming. Let's get those calls coming. Once again, Richie Rich, our morning poll. Do you think that peace talks to resolve the problems between Farley and Duke are going to be successful? Mm -hmm. Apparently, peace talks are occurring as we speak. Mm -hmm. You think it'll be successful? Yes or no? That's all we want. Well, as we speak figuratively, of course. Yeah. Yes or no? What says you? What do you think? Do you think um, that Fahey and Duke can reconcile their differences? Mm -hmm. Do you think that their personalities will allow those differences to be resolved? Yes or no? What's your opinion? Do you think those P -talks, <clears throat> peace talks will be successful? Yes or no? All right, Peter and Charlotte. Where's Judy? She'll get back today. Good morning to you. Morgan's out in Aruka. CJ in New York. Renu Halassi. Wayne out in Simcoe, Ontario, Canada. Says no. Um, Morgan's. Hell no. Ish. No. Trevenarima. Says no. Uh, Lunchbox. Says no. What says you, caller? Hi, uh, good morning. I'm um, judging from Mr. Duke's um, pass. No. All right, thank you. Uh, Beefy Smith. No. Uh, GB in Trin City. Nope. Marval on the road. Long time, bro. Long time. Yes. Um, Chanka. Uh, so is that a yes or a no? Troy says yes. Carol Guevara says no. All right, let's get those calls coming. Let's get those hits coming. Lorna, no to the poll. Thank you, Lorna and Indy and Carly. Good morning to you all. Have a great one. So two to two talk, two to two eight two five five. Of course, North Americans, you can check us at 866-525-1099. And of course, people on the web and the app, you know what to do to send your vote, yay or nay. Do you think that peace talks 
to resolve the differences between Farley and Duke will be successful. Yes or no? Yeah. You think, can we all just get along? Ms. Maloney Doodoo says no. CJ from New York says no. All right. What says you call away calling us from? I'm calling from Orlando. Orlando, morning. Yes. I would say yes on the surface, but in reality, no. They will catch up, they will hug up, and they will have a press conference. But below that, the long run. All right. So for now, we'll take the, the yes. Yes. All right, Orlando. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Uh, Miss Ingrid. Good morning to you, Miss Ingrid. Uh, there's no shameful behavior. All right, Miss Ingrid. Thank you so much. Out in Tucson, Arizona. Um, 222 Talk, 612 Talk, Tool Free North Americans. 8 Six six five two five ten ninety nine. So, do you think that peace talks to resolve the differences between Farley and Duke will be successful? Yes or no? Yeah. That's it. It's Thursday, people. The weekend begins tonight at the second after midnight. Oh, glorious weekend. Oh, yes. Of course, next weekend is a public holiday. It falls on a Saturday. Next week, we'll ask a holiday. We'll ask a poll. If a holiday falls on a Saturday, we should get Friday off. And Wendell and I already resolved that issue. Oh. Well, we'll ask the people. Chris M. Good morning to you, Chris. Yes. Duke has to look at a bigger picture. Renu Halasi, DJ Ray in Delaware. No. Um, Rena Buru Jennings. No. Rampage. Yes. All right, Rampage. All right, you got two in a bit to answer our morning poll. Do you think that peace talk? They're smoking a peace pipe. Will resolve the differences between Farley and Duke in the THA. Do you mm. think those peace talks are going to be successful? Mm -hmm. Yes or no? Mm -hmm. Richard, wave to the car next to you. Just wave. There's no, there's no car next to me. Oh, it probably moved. All right. All right, let's get it. Our mobile app, you can answer yes or no on our website. Same thing, power12fm.com. You can touch our tunes, do us cordless. Um, right, okay. Right, got that one there, Rampage. Lovely, Rampage, my last one. We got a minute and a bit. Before Evie walks in. Evie is wearing so much perfume today. Oh my gosh. She passed the studio and all I got was that whiff. That's a lot of perfume. Don't think the bottle might be empty by now. Let's take this call. Good morning, caller. 
Yes, morning. Frank in Port St. Lucie, no. Hey, Frank, how you going? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Lovely, Frank. Take care. Right, what is that? No. Um, sexy San Fernando says, oops, says no. All right, sexy San Fernando. Uh, Matura says yes. Ray Ray out in West Palm Beach, Florida says no. Shaka, temporary, but not last. Okay. So we'll go to yes first. We'll do a rest there. Jasmine Gold, no to the poll. Alrighty, no to the poll. Alright, we have like 15 seconds. Give you a real red perfume there, girl. <laughs> oh, you're killing me softly. Do you want another yeah. Alright. It is the middle of the month of September. All right, let's get into our major news right now. Evie is in. And uh, we give results, of course. Uh, Attorney at Law Martin George will join us right after our major news. And um, we're on the THA. Thank you for choosing Power Water 2 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.